Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let Me Just Say This. This is episode 6 and I'm gonna put my business out there once again because today we are talking about the lessons that I learned from my situationship and a little bit about toxic relationships. (laughs) I think this one's gonna be a fun (laughs) episode but I'm kind of nervous because I know I'm gonna put myself out there because sometimes you're the drama and I can honestly say in that situation I was the drama a little bit (laughs) so I gotta start by defining what a situationship is because there are a lot of people out there who have been lucky enough to not find themselves in a situationship or a lot of people who are using the term incorrectly or aren't quite clear on what it actually means to be in a situationship so i looked it up and surprisingly enough the term is in the oxford dictionary shout out to us we're on the come up (laughs) but you know if we want the real definition we gotta go to urban dictionary and i have two definitions for y'all so the first one is when one or two motherfuckers take part in a relationship but out of fear of making things serious or messy do not label it leading to said relationship ironically becoming more serious and messier (laughs) which is so true we're gonna get into that later now this second definition I take personally (laughs) this was a personal attack on me because (laughs) I was in a situation by this definition I was in a situation and didn't even know it and people would tell me I was in a situation and I was like no I'm not girl we just chilling no I was in a situation from the jump so this definition says Let's just chill, have sex, and be confused on the fact that we are not together, but have official emotions for each other. (laughs) They stepped on my neck with that one, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Extra emphasis on the let's just chill and have sex, because I really just wanted, I wanted a very casual relationship with somebody, but it turned into a, a relationship with no title, basically. And that's where it got messy because I didn't even want that but he did so we're about to get into it bear with me (laughs) so let me give a brief backstory of how he and I met when I started dating in March he was one of the guys that was on my roster and I was juggling like four at the time but he was at the top because I was the most attracted to him We had good vibes, great conversation, um, but he lived about an hour away from me. So we would talk on FaceTime and I would be like, you gotta come see me, you gotta come see me. And eventually he did, we went on a date, we hit it off, things were good. I enjoyed him a lot, (laughs) but we fell out shortly after that. We didn't talk for a month. And then one day, me and my toxicity decided, I'ma just send him a space. I'm going to just send him an emoji and see, try to catch his attention. And I did. And we started talking again. And we kind of picked up where we left off. And that's why I think things got very deep. Because we spent, like, every day together after that point. Um, I had to go out of, the, out of the country for a little bit. So up until that point, we were together. Like, every day, almost. And it ended because of some of the things I'm about to talk about. Like the toxic relationship traits or just 
doing things too soon, moving too fast, doing relationship shit. It just didn't work out. I mean, I would like to think that it's bad timing, but I think that he had his own things that he had to go through, and so did I. It was so on and off that I can't even give like a full time frame of how long we were in the situationship, but I would say like consistently, probably like two months, but in total, we knew each other for four. And that's really the crazy part. I fell into a situationship very quickly after my breakup. And I know that I wanted something very casual, but it really, it morphed so fast into a situationship. I didn't even recognize that it was a situationship. And a lot of people are in situationships right now and don't even know it. Been talking to a person for a year, year and a half, two years. It's a situationship, sis. All situationships are toxic relationships, but all toxic relationships aren't situationships, right? <laughs> I know that's got to confuse it, but the point about it is, if you got some toxic things going on in your relationship and it's on and off all the time and there's no real commitment, it's a situationship, baby. It's fucked up, but I think when you can recognize, okay, this isn't reflecting what a real relationship or real love is supposed to be, then you're it's easier to get yourself out of it. But when you don't recognize that you're in it, you just lost in the sauce. The first lesson I want to share with you guys is about doing too much too soon and doing relationship shit when you're not in a relationship. When I tell you this guy was so sweet to me, like I had him in my home all the time. Like he would stay the night. Like I would leave him there when I went to work <laughs> and I would come home and he would clean my apartment and he would cook me breakfast and lunch and dinner. And I know you guys are probably thinking, girl, what's not wrong with him? And really, there wasn't anything wrong with that. I enjoyed that. I allowed myself to enjoy that because for four years, I was getting the bare fucking minimum. Like for four years, I don't even remember a time where that nigga cooked for me. So I, in my mind, I'm allowing it because I'm like, you deserve this. Enjoy this. But really, that was us kind of low-key shacking up. Like for a month, we spent every day together just like that cooking me dinner every night and it's supposed to be casual and it's not it's giving relationship it's giving that's my man but he not my man <laughs> it's giving we together but we not together like and I wanted to keep it that way I did not want a title I did not want commitment but we moved into things so fast and where I really fucked up was, and I think a lot of people do this, don't get lust or infatuation or just feeling so good around somebody confused with love, especially when you've been hurt and you haven't healed from past situations or past relationships. It is very easy to do. And I mistook a lot of things for love. And the first thing that would come to my mind when he did something very nice for me was I wanted to say I love you and that's not inherently wrong because maybe I did have a lot of love for him I know I did but I wasn't in love with him 
And so when you tell people stuff, especially like love, that sticks with them. That's like, damn, this person loves me. Okay, we're moving to the next level. Okay, we're we're much deeper in, into this thing than I thought. And I think because I said it first, <laughs> just randomly in the car, I said it first. And he was like, oh my God, I love you too. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I said it first and then it became a norm. And over time, I realized that I wasn't comfortable with that because I knew I wasn't in love with him. I should have took my time. I should have held back. But that response was a normal response for me because I was used to telling a guy that I loved him. I was used to having that be the way that I express, you know, gratitude. That was probably the biggest thing that I that I did way too soon. Secondly, I'm putting my business out there, but he and I, we shared intimacy right away because intimacy was something that he needed for me. I craved intimacy because I wasn't getting it in my past relationship. But for him, he required intimacy in order to, I guess, show affection. And so I found myself being more vulnerable with him very early on in order to foster that sense of intimacy. And that shit is bonding you it's just like cuddling after sex those are the moments where the feelings develop where you know you get that that amazing hit of like dopamine like I'm so happy to be with this person and if you want to keep things casual and you don't want to commit and you don't want to have a label maybe those are things you shouldn't be doing because it confuses you and it confuses that person and I know for me I was confused because I wanted the intimacy and I enjoyed that. But like I said, I couldn't completely be vulnerable. Like I couldn't completely give because I was so hurt. But I knew it was something that he needed and I wanted to keep him around. So I did it anyway. Like I'm just crossing my own boundaries that I set for myself in order to appease this relationship, this situationship that I would like to keep going. Really, And truly in a a way that's having my cake and eating it too. So doing things fast on my end so that it won't end, right? And then on his end, I think that, and I can't speak for him, but from what I know of him, I think that he's just a hopeless romantic and he falls hard. Falls hard and fast, especially if someone's showing the signs the attachment is there fast for him. I didn't realize that. I remember he and I talked about our attachment styles and all that stuff, and I didn't take it that seriously, but I probably should have, in all honesty. Because maybe if we would have talked about more things early on and built a friendship and got to know each other more early on outside of the like romance and lust and all that shit, we could have avoided doing things way too soon. I think a lot of people are confused about like what the dating stage is supposed to be, even if it's casual, even if it's just casual and not with intention, it should still be light, you know, two people getting to know each other. Even if you're having sex or being intimate, you could still, I feel like you could still do that and not slip into a situationship 
Now, don't get me wrong. I recognize where he and I fucking most likely really like (laughs) fucked up the whole situation. (laughs) I realized that he and I taking it there, moving to third base so fast, contributed a lot to us ending up in a situationship. So it might be worth it to wait unless that person is on the same page as you. But you don't know that unless you take your time and get to know them first. I think that this is a good time to transition into lesson number two, which is manage your expectations, be honest, and discern whether this is mutual or not. I thought I was being upfront when I told him, I just want to keep it light. I don't want to move too fast. These are things that I told him. It wasn't as if I was saying, yeah, I want to be in a relationship and yeah, I want this and yeah, I want that. No, I told him straight up, I just got a relationship. I want to keep it light. I don't want to move too fast. Um, even when I felt like I told him I loved him too soon, I told him, I think I, I think I said that way too soon and I know that I'm not in love with you those are things that I would tell him and I understand that's not always nice to hear but honesty is the best policy so at least that way that person can make the decision for themselves how many times do we say we'd rather a motherfucker keep it real with us so then we know how to move around them versus lying to us and telling us what we want to hear and deceiving us into doing what they want us to do. We can't make our own decisions that way. So while I was being honest, I wasn't managing my expectations well because I would say things like that. I would tell him how I felt, but my actions didn't always match that. So I would tell him I want to keep it light And then I would have him at my house every day. Like, (laughs) I would tell him, you know, I just want to be casual. And then I would agree to being exclusive when I knew I wasn't ready. I wasn't managing my expectations very well. And also, he, I would say that he wasn't either. And that's why the situation wasn't mutual. Because I knew that my expectations didn't match his. I knew that I didn't have the same end goal as he did. I didn't want to be in a relationship yet. Because of that, it was very hurtful when things ended. We just weren't on the same page. We didn't want the same things. But we kept each other around because it felt good. Because it just felt good. When you are dealing with someone and you're just dating, maybe have a conversation about what both of you want. Clearly, clearly be upfront, be honest, and have that honesty match your actions. You can't say one thing and then do another. You have to walk it how you talk it. You have to be steadfast in those boundaries. You have to be steadfast in your expectations. Because if you don't, you're going to blur the lines. So that actually brings me to the next lesson, which is don't ignore the red flags. 
I ignored so many red flags with this guy. And my friends would tell me, you're in a, a toxic situation. Both of you guys are toxic. You're in a situationship. And I would just be like, girl, no, I'm not. I'm not toxic. I'm not the drama. <laughs> um, it was easy to say that he was toxic because I could see his his actions, right? But for me, it took reflection to realize that I was being toxic as well. I think a situationship in itself is one big ass red flag. People shouldn't be in situationships. That's not a normal thing. Okay? That's a flag on the play. However, if you can't, if you don't know that you're in a situationship, I think that there are often little red flags that'll point to the fact that you are. And we ignore them all the time. And with that, we end up picking up hella emotional trauma. On Urban Dictionary, under the definition, it says, a situationship is emotional trauma in a gift box. Somebody's going to get hurt. If it ain't the two of them, it's one of them. Somebody's getting hurt. Somebody's going to end up heartbroken. I think that's the worst part of it all, is that someone might walk away unscathed. Someone might walk away and be able to move on, and the other one is left heartbroken. That's probably the biggest regret I have from my situationship, because I I never foresaw it going there. Like, I never intended that either, but it doesn't matter what your intentions are when you're dealing with somebody else's feelings. You have to deal with people delicately, especially in toxic relationships and toxic situationships. It is very easy to stump on somebody else's feelings in an unintentional way. A lot of people will tell you, yeah, I can be casual or yeah, I can be in this situation shipping and we ain't got no title, but we've been fucking around for like a year and it don't really mean nothing to me. I don't care that much. They're lying. They're lying. A lot of people aren't cut like that. And if it's not a mutual situation, someone will get their feelings hurt because somebody always catches feelings. Somebody always gets invested especially if it's basically a relationship and y'all just ain't got no titles. One of them, if not the two of them, are in love. So when things end, and inevitably, one person will choose their self over that situationship, be it a person choosing not to deal with, with the bare minimum or choosing not to deal with not being claimed or not having commitment and moving on, Or one person deciding they don't want to be that person that's stringing the other person along. Either way, someone's going to cut out and someone's going to get hurt. And of course, there are times where situationships turn into relationships. But I I don't know about that because honestly, if you're in, in a situationship and I said that's a toxic thing, oftentimes ain't no way to move into a healthy relationship from a situationship. And I think that's what held me back a lot. Like with, with he and I, he wanted to be in a relationship, but when it was good, it was amazing. It was great. But when it was bad, it was bad. And I, I was like, you know, when bad things happen, it doesn't make me want to be in a relationship with you. Like it does not make me want to commit to you. 
we in a toxic situation like i can't trust that in a week from now that we won't be arguing about some dumb shit you know what i'm saying and we're not even together yet this really brings me to the last lesson that i'm gonna talk about today and there's so much more i could say i really don't want to put he and i's business out there though so i'm gonna keep it here and the last thing i'm gonna say is you need to know when to let go know when to let go stop holding on to things especially a toxic relationship especially a situationship that is not serving you that is not helping you to progress that is not bringing you peace oh my god i spent four months with this guy that i cared so much about but in reality it wasn't bringing me any peace it wasn't bringing me any peace and even the the several times after that we may have wanted to rekindle it would just remind me of why it's not gonna work why he and i cannot work out because when two people who both have baggage come together it's just one big luggage party <laughs> and it's not healthy it's not fun it's not blissful dating should be bliss it should be bliss it should be a fairy tale even if it's casual and that's mutual it should be a fairy tale and if it's not and if you're in a toxic cycle of breaking up getting back together or or falling out and coming back together then maybe you should let go Because nothing is going to change. Even if you're in a situationship and you're like, okay, I'm ready to put a title on it. What do you expect to change? You've already been doing relationship things. You've already been in a relationship. Y'all just ain't claim it yet. So what is supposed to change if you put the title on it? It's still going to be just as toxic. It's still going to be just as bad when it's bad. And it's probably still going to be just as great when it's great. But if it is not worth your peace or if it's jeopardizing your comfort or your sanity, let that shit go. And if you know that you don't want what somebody else wants, do not string someone else along. That is why I ended my situationship. Because I knew for a fact I couldn't love him the way he deserved. Because I knew for a fact that I didn't like some of the ways that he treated me because I knew for a fact that he and I were on two different paths and I'm not about to waste my time. I'm not about to waste no one else's time. So you got to know when to call a spade a spade and be like, okay, this isn't working out. It's been real, but maybe we should go our separate ways and, and be steadfast in that. I think a lot of the times I tried to cut it off and he would come back to me like I can do better. I can change. I can slow down. I can meet you where you are. Those are just things said out of the fear of losing someone. Actions will show you if they have changed. And if you're not strong enough to be like, no, I know for a fact this isn't for me and I have to move on, you will fall into the cycle of, okay, I'm going to take that person back because they said this time will be different. I'm going to take that person back because they said this time they can commit to me. I'm going to take this person back because 
they've been treating me right for 24 hours. But once 48 goes by, they're going to be back on their same bullshit. And you on yours, probably. So know when to cut it. Know when to let it go. And understand that, like I said, somebody's going to get hurt. But you have to do what's right for you. You have to follow your intuition. You have to follow your gut. There will be casualties. But it's better to end a situationship and go find what you're really looking for and what you really deserve than stay in this toxic ass space of on and off, of yes then no, of uncertainty. You don't deserve that. You deserve better. He deserved better. I deserved better. So I cut it loose. This episode was a, a bit difficult for me to make. I, I re-recorded it several times because I felt like so guilty about the role that I played in that. And this is just a part of my learning process. Like I said, I didn't have a dating phase really as an adult. So this is my first experience with something like this and I was being selfish. But you know, on both of our parts, he and I contributed to the situation ship in, in massive ways. And what I've learned now has helped me a lot. So I'm moving differently now. And that's the point. If, if you're in these type of situations, you have to learn from it and move differently. You can't keep doing the same shit. You can't keep the cycle of insanity. You need to know how to apply the things that you have learned take responsibility sometimes you're the you're the drama sometimes you're the toxic one and I was certainly toxic I was certainly the drama in that situation so I know now and I'm learning and I'm doing better I pinky promise <laughs> thank you guys so much for bearing with me with this episode um if you find yourself in in something like similar to this I really hope it resonates with you and I hope you are able to sit back and evaluate that situation. Um, as always, thank you for supporting and until next time. If you would like to support the podcast, you can follow on Instagram at let me just say this underscore pod. That is let me just say this underscore pod. <laughs>